The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to MarTech Predictions Week on the MarTech Podcast. This week, we're going to publish an episode every day talking about what the godfather of the MarTech industry thinks is going to happen this year. Joining us for MarTech Predictions Week is the man, the myth, the legend, Scott Brinker, who is the VP of Platform at HubSpot, which is a leading customer relationship management platform that provides software and support to help businesses grow better. HubSpot bills marketing, sales, services, and website management products that start free and scale to meet their customers' needs at any stage of growth. Scott is also the head of the Chief MarTech blog. He's involved with the MarTech conference. He basically created the MarTech industry. We're excited to have him here. And in addition to being our guest, him and HubSpot are also sponsors of the MarTech podcast. So today, Scott and I are going to talk about his first prediction for 2022 as it relates to MarTech, which is the reintegration of MarTech. All right, here's the first installment of MarTech Predictions Week with Scott Brinker from HubSpot. Scott, welcome to the MarTech Podcast. Hey, Ben, great to be back here with you. Excited to have you back. Hey, Happy New Year. Yeah, awesome to be kicking off 2022. Excited to have survived not only 2020, we're all still a little scarred. 2021, I hope it was a good year for you. We didn't really talk that much, but we're going to kick off this year. Hopefully we can make this a regular thing. Let's do some predictions for the MarTech industry. Starting off with your first prediction, the reintegration of MarTech. What do you mean by reintegration of MarTech? So it's been kind of a fascinating journey in the MarTech industry, right? If we go back in our Wayback Machine to a decade or so ago, a lot of marketing organizations, they really felt constrained by what they were able to get for support for digital marketing missions from other teams in the organization, you know, classic IT, that there was really basically marketing needed to embrace its own technology stack, just to be able to keep pace with the expectations of customers, be able to keep pace with all these new channels that were uh, emerging around us and evolving at such a rapid pace. So marketers rose to the challenge, you know, the marketing technology industry rose to the challenge. And we've had 10 years here of, you know, MarTech stacks. But the downside of that is for all this wonderful capability, most of it has been really concentrated within the marketing department and not necessarily as well connected to the rest of the organization. 
what's happened here over these past couple of years, really accelerated by the pandemic situation where businesses had to get serious about digital everywhere in their organization is the maturity of digital sophistication across IT and sales and customer service and the nature of how we do products has risen considerably. And so we now find ourselves at a crossroads where actually the digital maturity of the rest of the organization, it really needs marketing to reintegrate its stack back into the rest of the company. It's key for the rest of the company, but frankly, it opens up a whole bunch of opportunities for marketers to get connected to a lot more data and capability than they had when they were just in their own world. Okay, so a decade ago, before the rise of the MarTech industry, marketing was falling behind the technology curve. And so we saw the rise of all of these some point solutions, and inevitably there was some consolidation and now platforms. And then the COVID outbreak happens. It increased the acceleration of digital technology across all business units. And so now it sounds like what you're saying is we're tying the MarTech, the technology for marketing, into some of the, I don't know, IT tech, CS tech, you know, all of the other techs that we can or all the other business units. So is that a point solution that's making the HubSpots of the world connect to the Zendesks of the world? Are we sort of integrating them together? Talk to me about how that integration is actually happening. It's happening at a couple levels. Certainly at an application level, we now see a lot more integrations between marketing technologies and popular apps and other departments, like the HubSpot Zendesk example is a great one, like HubSpot and QuickBooks, you know, like how do we get tighter integration with what's happening in the finance department? You can do that across sales. You can even do it in product. Like if you're a digital product company, having direct integrations with your CRM and things like Amplitude that are feeding in product analytics, all of that is amazing. So that's sort of the high level of the applications getting integrated with each other. But we also see at a deeper level down, this whole rise of uh, cloud data warehouses with like Snowflake and Databricks and what AWS and Google Cloud offer here, where increasingly all of the data from all of these different apps is being filtered down into a common data layer platform and it's in that platform where we get to do all sorts of fun analyses and be able to suddenly all of a sudden like see all of the relationships between what's happening in marketing interactions and how that's comparing with sales interactions and product feedback and finance and all this, which is great from an analytical perspective alone, but it's not just analytics. We now also see that the data filters down from all these apps into our data aquifer but then it also is getting pulled back in, combined, adjusted into models, some machine learning applied to it, and then being fed back into those frontline applications too. And so it's actually, yeah, it's connecting the entire organization, but it's also increasing the sophistication of what marketing has at its disposal for data can leverage in campaigns and programs. I think of this as like the CDPification of modern technology and basically of how we're all integrating our data into a central repository. You mentioned that it's happening across finance, obviously product and engineering, customer service. Are there other levels within the organization that are being integrated with the MarTech stack from an application and data perspective? Let's take the legal side. One of the things that we've seen is a number of these technologies like OneTrust and DataGrail 
all these requirements that we have across so many jurisdictions now for uh, privacy regulations, at the same time that we have all these different apps and all these different data repositories, you can kind of imagine, yeah, it's like, oh my goodness, how are we going to manage all this? Well, this is where MarTech vendor ingenuity comes to the rescue. And you now these platforms that are being run by like the legal teams and the security teams and the compliance teams to provide more of like a governance layer atop all of these different SaaS applications as well, too. So they're definitely at the table as well. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then. And instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. So we're all starting to play nicely together, integrate our technology sort of horizontally across an organization. As you think about this prediction for 2022, what are some of the pain points as organizations continue to integrate the marketing technology across the rest of their organization? The biggest thing is just making sure that we're getting alignment at both the data layer and also the process automation layer. I mean, like the data layer is, you know, one, uh, let's, let's just start there, right? Like this definition of a customer and what sort of characteristics they have and fields and how do we track information for interactions. One of the challenges that actually kept departments desync from each other was marketing would have a whole bunch of fields that define what they thought of as the different stages of a customer experience. Sales would have its own way of looking at things for like, you know, the stages of, uh, you know, progressions of deals. And there was always this like translation that happened between teams, very often keeping like the marketing ops and the sales ops people up late at night. So it's awesome that we're now trying to move to more and more of like a common definition and a common model that's just shared across the company. But ultimately, technology doesn't like magically create that model for you. It is still something where, yeah, the teams involved here need to sit down and say, okay, how do we rationalize our definition of this data just to make sure we're all speaking the same language? It's funny when I sit down with consulting clients and I ask them who your customer is often I'm asking about, you know, what's the demographic, geographic targeting criteria you're thinking about going and finding these people 
to buy products or services, but there's another level of the technical integration of how you define your customer. And it might seem like semantic, but the actual true definition of your customer changes or theory can change across your different business units, which as you're integrating your technology creates some serious headaches for the ops folks. Absolutely. And it's not that all the data has to be like completely defined for all the different departments. I mean, there's still, there's always going to be certain data that's extremely relevant to just a local team for what they're doing. What you want to make sure you're getting alignment on though, are the global definitions. Even like having a definition of like, oh, well, if I have segment one customers who are in the mid-market and I'm also having, you know, customers who are served at the enterprise market, and I have like different fields to identify that, just making sure everybody's using the same definition for, okay, when we say mid-market specifically, what are the characteristics? What are the boundary conditions on that versus like enterprise? Just so that then everything that gets aligned across marketing campaigns, about engagements with salespeople, the ongoing follow-up of what the actual experience is like for them as a customer, just making sure that the puzzle pieces fit together. <laughs> so 2022, the time for the marketing team to come out of their cocoon with this beautiful MarTech stack that we've been building over the last decade and lock arms with our beautiful butterfly brethren and all define our customers together. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech podcast. Thanks to Scott Brinker, the VP of Platform at HubSpot for joining us. If you'd like to hear more of Scott and HubSpot's MarTech predictions, we're going to publish an episode every day this week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and check back with us tomorrow morning when we talk about Scott's second prediction, which is the RevOps movement of 2022. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Scott, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is Chief Martech, that's C-H-I-E-F-M-A-R-T-E-C, or you could visit his company's website, which is HubSpot.com, or his personal website, which is ChiefMartech.com. Again, it's C-H-I-E-F-M-A-R-T-E-C.com. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You could subscribe to our weekly newsletter and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is benjshap, B-E-N-J-S. H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.